様本当の名は何という<笑>ジュゲムジュゲムここのすり切れ会社に水魚の水魚松雲来松風来松クーネルところに住むところ油麹のブラコージパイプパイプパイプの修理ンガン修理ンガンのグーリン台グーリン台のポンポコピーポンポコナーの超救命の長助キングダナ私の名もジュンゲムジュンゲムココのセリフでカジュルセリフのセリフマツウンライマツウンライマツウンクーネルところに住むところヤブラコージブラコージパイポパイポのシュリンガンシュリンガンのグリンダイグリンダイのポンポコビーのポンポコナーの超級名の超スケット Hello everyone and welcome once again to 5 Grams of Iron the official podcast of the anime of the manga of the Hiromu Arakawa I'm your host Eddie Colazzo and I'm a jabroni mark without a life that doesn't know it's a work when you work a work and you work yourself into a shoot mark HH HH <laughs> He, he didn't sign that one, HH. He didn't have the, he didn't have the characters. <laughs> With me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks, a.k.a. Bradley King Foot Lettuce Alchemist. Okay. The last thing you want are your Burger King burgers. Bradley King <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't like that. The last thing you want in your uh, mom, who you've revived, uh-huh. is a big crab. Damn. Damn, boy, your mom looking like a Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> cool episodes this week. Um, We're keeping anyway. it light. Yeah, uh, we're here with the fun shonen anime <laughs> battle adventure. Full metal Villain alchemist. of the week, whatever. You don't need to pay that much attention. Uh, they beat the guy, move on, nothing personal. They, meet, they meet a new middle-aged man that <laughs> seems nice at first. And then he's evil, and then the next week the same thing happens. Do you think that means anything? Like, is no. it a theme? Okay. No, I think morality is just whatever you want. I don't think it's, it's important. It's, it can be anything. Um, we're talking about episodes three and four of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood today. Uh, what did you think of them? Uh, hey. <laughs> uh-huh. I, so here's, so sometimes with shows, it takes me a little while to, like, really get invested and to be grabbed like i en- I enjoyed the first two episodes I, th- I think i felt sort of similar at the end of the second one where i was like okay i think i'm starting to get into it i was like i was kind of i've been playing persona 5 so it was mm-hmm. it's been very hard for me to put down the controller and watch even one hour of anime mm-hmm. so it's kind of like all right i'll well, just I'll, I'll pop this in and, and get it done uh the fourth episode grabbed me and i'm into it now Oh, good. You're invested, you might say. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't really have, like, a big emotional catharsis in any sort of way with the first couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's yeah, it got me this one, this time. Uh, I'll let you know this. Uh, this show doesn't make you feel that terrible for about eight more episodes. Around there, it, I and think. And then it pops off? No, no, in, in just in terms of the, like, you feeling bad at the end of an episode. It, and it then, isn't that bad for the next eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, and then it then and then the show's over. There's and only the eight of them. Over. And then it's all smooth sailing until the episode, the Ishvalan War of Extermination. I'm. I think that's what the that's what the the Iceman mentioned. That's probably nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We won't learn about it. Yeah. There's not an episode titled it with it, and and when you click on like the thumbnail image on Crunchyroll, is in a small crying child. Well, <laughs> well, this episode's called City of Heresy, and that's where the good guy that's going to help them lives. So, the city of evil. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, it is a dwelling place for demons. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, this is the episode where God doesn't reel. Yeah, I didn't notice. So we talked a lot in the first episode about how um, Ed Edmund Eldritch is a mm. short king, and we love him mm. and we support him. 
Mm-hmm. Didn't really get the whole Reddit atheism thing from him in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Because I think he kind of met God last episode, now that I think about it. But in this episode, um, fuck, what is it? Um, in this moment, I am Edward Elric. <laughs> <laughs> because of science. Yeah. Uh, let me crack this open. Oh, worms? We have a, we have a uh, Red Bull Yellow Edition today. Tropical flavor. Did you know that they're putting flowers in LaCroix now? No. I got the, I was uh, looking uh, for hurricane supplies at Target yesterday because uh, Hurricane Dorian was pretending it was going to come see me, but it it, it it decided not to at the end, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the Target and they have hibiscus flavored LaCroix now. Ooh, how's that one taste? You know, I took, I got it like as a joke because I like to get the <laughs> nasty flavors and then like have takes about them online. Uh-huh. So like I, I tried it when I was taking my medication last night and I was like, oh, this ought to be good. Uh-huh. And then I took one sip to put the pill down, and I was like, wait, I think that actually tasted good. But maybe it was just the pill. So I tried uh-huh. again just the drink. Uh-huh. And it's it good. good. It's like a... Can I tell you, I, when, if something has hibiscus in it, I'm going to drink it, but I cannot for the life of you tell me what hibiscus tastes like. Yeah, that was my thing. I was like, <laughs> I fucking, that's a flower on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's kind of berry-ish, but like in a good way. My, my whole law with trying nasty shit flavors is they Uh wouldn't sell it if it didn't actually taste good okay so it's like when i see like i don't know if the red velvet pop tart's gonna be very good but why would they have made it if it doesn't secretly taste good so then i buy it and it's good why would the food scientists do this as a joke yeah what are they state alchemists who deserve to die (laughs) listen scar that makes scar's my favorite character and he's all might it kind so, of seems like he's All Might so far. He's, he's All Might and Abdul. Just saying. Yeah. Um. Anyways, did you? Thanks for listening to Sparkling Water Corner. Did you know that alchemy is not all powerful, and you have to give something equal, and value is important. It's not all powerful. It's equivalent exchange. Something cannot be made from nothing. Um. And the narrator tells this to us every at the start of every episode. Now. Yeah. It's just what he does. Um, so this is the, the guy, the, we're going here to the city of, of God where he's real and everyone loves him. Uh, but, but they already know he's not really God. He just has a philosopher's stone. Uh-huh. So was the goal to like steal it? Dude, if you don't fucking know, I, I had some questions about sort of the meaning of this episode. I feel it's... like it was very, very state alchemist language. Hey, let's go investigate this rumored philosopher's stone that this guy has. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're going to Lior, I think is the name. Of the yeah, place. I think so. Um, anyway, they, they take the train there that they're on last episode reminiscing about, uh, destroying God or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they get there and the guy's giving them treats and uh, he says, hey, you guys street performers or something? Which I do appreciate anytime someone brings up, hey, what the fuck is up with this? <laughs> yeah, because this was the moment that I, like, it really, even though, like, uh, famous cops were doing famous magic in the street last episode, this was the mm. moment that I was really like, oh, okay, it's not like stands. Like, everybody knows about these people mm. with powers, and, like, it's not, it's impressive, but it's not, like, a secret. Yeah, it's just, like, it's a government job you can do. Yeah, it's a bureaucrat thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, anyways, that's a weird big brother who's the full metal alchemist, probably. Father Cornell is the town leader, and he loves the sun god, and he loves the resurrected dead. <laughs> he's a good guy. <laughs> it's his favorite thing to do. Like, we, <laughs> he we loves all love the grave his... rob. You should yeah. go see him. 
We all love his miraculous inventions. And then I was... So, obviously, the fucking point of the radio being there is so he can be like, Hello, I'm Father Cornello, and I have a, a big loudspeaker in my office. This is important for later. But they Oh, like, that is not... important for later! I was kind of yeah. like, where did that come from? But yeah! Yeah. But then, like, so I probably add idiot knocks over the the like radio and yeah, smashes on the floor and the guy at the food stall he's like hey what happened you're breaking my radio that's how he talks i don't make then, me take this to father cornello and ed's like oh don't worry about it we're alchemists uh al you draw i know i can do it do magic with just my hands but you draw a fucking entire alchemy circle with chalk and you fix it it's good to keep your little brother involved it's it's practice so he fixes the radio, and, and then the fucking crowd gathers around. They're like, hey, we don't got no fancy alchemy around here. We don't know about that. We only know the good word of Father Cornello. Praise be his name. Um, they all say it once. And then we do the the funny bit where, the, like, anytime... They love that bit. Arakawa loves that bit. Not just, like, Ed, someone calling him short or not thinking he's the full metal alchemist, but anytime Al becomes that little, like, squiggly drawing... Like, waving his arms. Yeah. It's good. There was one next episode that made me laugh out loud. It's very funny to to see. A lot of <laughs> next fu- episode makes me laugh out loud. <laughs> and then it's funny because, like, Al, he probably says, like, I'm not the full Metal Alchemist. It's my brother over there. And then someone in the crowd is like, oh, who, that little guy? And then Ed fucking yells, who's a tiny bean sprout? <laughs> like, they didn't... <laughs> They didn't call you projecting, that. my man. It's good. <laughs> and I, I didn't notice this the first time I watched, but they're like, oh, let's, oh, Father Cornello, he's giving a big speech. Let's go check it out. And he does fucking magic and turns a flower into a diamond or whatever. And then it zooms out and you see them watching from the back of the crowd. Yeah. And Al is just standing and Ed is standing on top of his suitcase so he can see over the crowd. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it's the equality mm-hmm. drawing. <laughs> it is. Uh, equality, equity is when you get a suitcase and your brother gets his soul bonded to a suit of metal armor. Yeah. Justice is when you steal the stone from God. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there's a uh, fucking lady inside a church and she has character hair, so I immediately know that she's important. Yeah, she has hair that's not just, like, brown. Um, what's her name, Rose? I think it's Rose. I thought yeah. her name, so, uh, yeah, my notes were wrong, because I fucking thought her name was Leto this entire scene, but that's God's name. Her name's Rose. Mm-hmm. And then Ed walks up to Rose and says, so, God, huh? Sounds fake. I'm Edward, by the way. God, huh? Well, see you later. Um, and she's like, hey, did you know that uh, Father Cornello can bring people back from the dead? <laughs> uh, uh, hold on one second there, Chief. Allow me to read for you the ingredients of a human. Yeah, it's... The human body is made up of 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% <laughs> concentrated power of will. Um... So then, uh, fucking, we get the whole, like, in this moment, I am Edward Elric. Yeah. Because, uh, like, alchemists are scientists, you see. We don't believe in creators, gods and such. And then, anytime Ed says some shit like that, Riz is just like, well, um, through God, all things are possible, so jot that down. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, he's just like, his eyes are perfectly closed, and he's like, we are gods, actually, and it's kind of good, and you like it. Also, also, by the way, God doesn't exist, but... We're also the closest thing to God, but he doesn't exist, by He's the way. He's literally like, hey, uh, Rose, let me tell you the story of Icarus. I'm that, except uh, uh, my wings are good as hell, and I'm going to fly as high as I want. Like, I good. like, I like, so, a thing that, not, I'm constantly thinking about, but, uh, like, I want to know where this universe exists. 
because it's clearly based off of like pre like like I don't know World War One Germany kind of, but not really. Uh huh. But but the myth, but they have alchemy and the myth, and they just have like fucking cars. Like they have, they drive around in Model T Fords, but also the myth of Icarus exists. So you know that's a good point. I want to know if they're just like, oh yeah, this place is a uh, Greece. And they have myths from Well, yeah, there. because, because, yeah, so if Greece exists, it kind of makes what Jesus was doing a little less impressive in this world. Because, like, doing water fucking... into wine, that's just alchemy. Jesus, fucking God did human alchemy, but it worked. Yeah, and then and they, made and Jesus. then uh, Pontius Pilate had to kill him because he, he did a crime and he had to, he, he had to go because he brought he did, somebody back did, to life. He did God crimes. He says, uh-oh, you committed the taboo alchemist. What if Jesus was an alchemist? He would he would be the um he'd be the water wine alchemist. <laughs> I would love to bring Stupid a guy joke. back to life and shit, and then to still be the water into wine guy. <laughs> the water wine alchemist. The, oh, the this guy made of, a party good. We love this. The guy. lots of lots of fish alchemist. <laughs> Um, yeah, so did people come up with their own alchemist names? Is that no, ever explained? I think, I, I think, um... Because why would Ed remember, name himself that when it's so confusing? I think, uh, King, sure, King Bradley named him that. I think it's, like, a title. Because so, he's not cause, full metal. He's mostly skin. Because it was in his, like, acceptance note that he was going to, like, war school that he, he was like, hereby, state alchemist, quote, full metal. So I think it's just Bradley doing goofs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Because who's, who's, what's fucking show Tucker, like, the sewing life alchemist? Yeah. I don't know. The and good there's guy another alchemist. guy who's, who's, like, the iron blood alchemist or something, and he dies immediately. Spoilers. That guy was cool. I like that guy. He had guy. a cool mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so we, we, like, Ed is doing his epic atheism shit. And then we cut into a room with Father Cornello and some and guy walks Stannis in. Baratheon's theme song is playing and Stannis it's the most evil shit Stannis you've ever seen. Evil villains Wikipedia music is playing. <laughs> and then some guy comes in and he's like, hey, hey, hey boss, uh, the Elric brothers are here. Don't tell me they know about our plan. Like, there's not even... <laughs> Directly like, into a microphone. I hope they don't know about the evil we're doing down here. Yeah, like, immediately. It's funny because, so this guy knows about, like, the evil plan, but later when, like, the guards start attacking, they just seem, like, put-upon, like, tired-of-this-shit kind of guards. Uh Like, they don't seem like they care too much. (laughs) Anyway, um, he's like, whatever, I'll see them. Uh, he's like, oh, yes, I'll meet with the, the alchemist brothers. And then they come in and the guards just fucking pull guns on them. That's pretty good. Immediately. They obliterate Al's head off, but it's fine. Uh, uh. And then fucking, so yeah, after this de- this fight to the death, Cornello shows up and he's just like, uh, that's weird, never mind, I'm good by the way, that shouldn't have happened, sorry they tried to kill you. Hey, nice to meet you by the way, sorry about that. And Ed's like, oh, you have a philosopher's stone. And he says, you appear to be quite the incorrigible heathen. <laughs> uh, then it's time to find out Rose's backstory, she has dead boyfriend. Uh-huh. Um, she has dead boyfriend and she, disease. And she wants him back. And then Father Cornell, he's like, I'm a man of God, and if you want me to bring your boyfriend back to life, kill these children. It's equivalent exchange, baby. 
so she picks up the gun and Ed just like, shoot, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> do it. Better make it Kill hurt. me dead. Better kill me one shot. But instead, whatever, she like screws it up and shoots Al's head off. And yeah, then, uh, our, our pet's heads are falling off. And then fucking in this church that everybody likes and thinks that yep, the priest yep. is a good guy, uh-huh. he has a chimera button. He pulls a big metal switch <laughs> on the wall. Chimera lever. And then a fucking, like, Roman Colosseum <laughs> gladiator gate opens up and a fucking chimera comes out. And he says, have you ever seen a chimera? This will be important for the next episode. <laughs> Only evil people have these. Stay tuned. And and it's, but to me, this is, it's like the fucking, this is like science progress purely just for the sake of it. Because like, what's the point of having like, the front of it is a lion and I the was, back yeah. is a lizard? Like, why? <laughs> How does that? I, yeah. So I know that like, that that is like an evil staple where it's like, a, if you want to tell a story and a man's like trying to be God, you just make him put two different animals together. Mm-hmm. But you could just be, what if you, a chimera was just, like, a lion's front and, like, a lion's back, and you just make the lion big? And then it had wings or something. Like, something that... Yeah, something like, that's an additive and not just, like, and it's got a fishtail. Yeah, maybe, but maybe this is because, uh, spoilers for later in the episode, we learned that they keep calling it a fake Philosopher's Stone. I think, I don't know, because that's what it says well, in the Well, how the subtitles. fuck is he doing it, though? I think what it is is, like, a not, like, full-powered one. Or it's God. Lord's God. So he, he he's like, well, this is it's like a fucking bootleg philosopher's stone. He's like, well, the best I can do is make a fucking lion with a bearded dragon. Like that's right. Yeah, he can't make something cool and nice like a a dog with like a with human intelligence. Yeah, he, like this is my fucked up creation. Do you like it? Yeah, I did this on purpose. So we're we're watching the subtitle version, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know what this would be in the English version, but I won't. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, Father Cornello, he like, he's like, uh, my creature attack, and it bites Ed's robot arm. And, uh, Edward Elric says, what's wrong, pussy? Get a good taste. <laughs> so. I mean, uh, I've never been in that situation where a, a big lion bites my steel leg and steel arm, so I can't say for sure that that's not a cool thing to say. But then he, I was like, that's a bit jarring, but then he does the move where he whips off his cloak and it looks sick. Yeah. Um, and then... Father Cornell, he's like, oh, well, you, ah, uh, fucking fallacy thinking. You say, I'm not a god, but you also did the taboo. That makes Yeah, I'm beginning to think, now that I'm going to ignore that your little brother is a big metal suit with no head, and I'm going to mm-hmm. notice that you have a steel leg, and I'm going to come to the yeah. conclusion that you tried to bring your dead mom back. Uh, but then he says, he, uh, and he's like, Rose, are you prepared to become like this? And th- there are two wolves in in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is um, that like they like Ed and Al lived lived through this because like they tried to change, like they tried to have power over death, and they paid like a terrible sacrifice. And both like mentally and physically, they'll never like be the same because they have to deal with the consequences of their choices. And the other wolf is it would be sick to be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I don't know. Who could say? Like, if I was writing this, the one change I would make so far is I would make uh, Ed worse at fighting. That's the uh-huh. one That's the one thing that's jarring for me is, like, because everybody, like, like, fucking musses his hair and calls him a little baby ass. And, mm-hmm. like, it, but then he kicks everybody's ass. Like, I would like mm-hmm. it if, yeah, they just chose to be a big metal guy and that helped mm-hmm. them fight. Yeah. 
Um, so then, fuck it, like... This is fucking Ed, 13 minutes into the episode, by the way. Ed and we beat, just met these up, characters. This pacing the is chimera. fucking awesome. It's, it's, uh, people have in the um, chat have been talking about this, that this, especially, like, Brotherhood, it fucking zooms through the first 13 or so episodes. Uh-huh. Sorry if I've, like, mentioned this before. But it's because the original Fullmetal Alchemist, like... That was all the material it had when it started adapting right, yeah, from the yeah, manga, yeah. so they really like dragged it out. They they I, they read the episode four version of the manga and they said, "I got to adapt this. I don't yeah. care that it's not done." So they just fucking blast through it to get to the rest of the stuff, uh-huh. from what I know. Um, but anyway, Father Cornell, he's like, "Y'all mind if I turn my cane into a minigun?" Yeah, the, the fucking Tommy gun from the mask immediately. Pretty yep. good. Just starts blasting at them. And usually when I'm being, like, blasted with a big minigun from State of Emergency PS2 game, I'm usually running away and I'm like, ha ha ha, God doesn't like me. We're enemies. And uh, Mm -hmm. if he is real, he'd probably just send me back here if I died, so. (laughs) 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 And then Al picks up Rose and they just, like, book it out of there. Um, I think. Ed, Ed makes the big fist later. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is where um, they're hanging out on a balcony somewhere, and and then it's just Al and Rose, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Well, Father Cornello can bring people back to life. And, He's good." And Al is like, "Let me tell you of our failures and the cost." And you, you know the story. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. Um, this is like the like in my notes right here. It's like uh, they're really taking. They're, you know, they keep talking about the equivalent exchange shit. So in my brain, I was like. Oh, I think my big prediction is going to be, I think somebody's going to try to die to bring somebody back, in my opinion. It seems like they're building towards that, but that doesn't even seem like, like, they're just, they they just zoomed right past that with, like, well, what's happened. Well, at, at least what we're told by the end of this episode is, like, if someone's dead, then they're dead. Like, you can't do anything. Like, that's Yeah. It. It's, it's crazy diamond rules. That's true. You know? It's crazy diamond rules. Um, so anyway... Uh, Ed's just, like, sitting in Father Cornell's office, and he's like, hey, uh, let's, let's talk. And he's like, sure, boss. man, I'll explain why I'm evil to you. No, no problem. You, you want to step in and explain to me your evil plan? And he says, why? Can you just watch that cord? Me? Watch that cord? Just step watch over that, that real quick. Yeah. And he's like, of course, my plan is to be, have all my followers. My name's then, Father Cornello, by the way, just to be my, clear. This is who's Father talking. Father Cornello. It's me, by the way, Father Cornello here. <laughs> the, the whole time, Ed's like... Father Cornello, please step here into your office with me, Edward Elric, the Full Metal Alchemist, and tell me of your schemes. Right foot, let's stomp. <laughs> Edward Elric, I will have all the people of Leo follow my bidding, and then I will become eternally powerful cha-cha real smooth. <laughs> and then uh, it's the fucking speaker from... And he, Ed just holds up, holds up a switch that says, like, a light switch that says on and off. Pretty good. And then fucking Cornello has, like, bug-eyed anime face and his eyes explode out of his head and everything it's just, what if he saw that there was a mic on the ground when he came in though it was a bad plan he just put yeah. a mic on his feet and he just hoped that he wouldn't look down and he's the short guy why would you send the short guy in when you want somebody to not look down i want to know what that short guy's gonna do <laughs> people always uh, underestimate the short guy um Anyway, he's like, well, uh, everyone knows my plan, so it's time to become a hell monster. <laughs> it's time to become big anime, large, angry. Um, and then, so he tries to do something, and then Ed goes like, oh, a rebound. Um, as far as I know, this is never completely explained. 
I don't know but what I, you're talking about. So it's like uh, he makes uh, Cornell makes like the big gun come out, but Ed cuts it in half. Yeah, and then Cornell tries to like fire out of it, but something like bad, and his arm gets all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I guess rebound is just like, oh, your alchemy didn't work. But uh, so that's something that can happen. Yeah. Anyway, he turns into a big fucking monster mash, and then they fight in the church, and Ed makes the walls. He turns, like, a Father Cornello statue into a huge fist that punches him. Because he says, I use the fist of God for no reason. And then Ed says, if you say so, boss, and punches yeah. him with the arm because he's he lives for drama. And then he falls in the uh, Philosopher's Stone, which is a ring, by the way. He's wearing it in a ring. I don't yeah. think we ever mentioned that. It, like, falls and just immediately disintegrates. And Ed's like, what the fuck? Like, that's it? Like, that's all? And then Cornello's just like, oh, please don't hide me. <laughs> so Ed's like, well, okay. Bye. Please, I'll give you this extinguishing orb. <laughs> and then uh, they leave, and then Rose is there, and she's like, well... She has I, a gun. She has a gun, and she, they're like, what? We told you to shoot. And then it, it's like, um, she's like, well, if this isn't real, what do I like have to live for? And Ed's just like, you'll have to find out yourself. He's just like, you gotta... We've been through hardships as well, and you need to walk your own path, yeah. kid. Walk like Thunder, you're, Rose. You gotta. You're older than me, kid. <laughs> Keep your chin up. The crown's gonna fall onto the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they leave, and then everyone's sad. And, hey, our our friends from the other episode are here. The, the like, sexy lady and the oh, gremlin yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, the fucking wimpy hamburger guy is there. Yeah. <laughs> And Cornella is there, and Hamburger Guy's like, ah, can I eat him? Ah, hamburger like, today, Tuesday, he says. And she's like, she's like, no, he will be yucky in your belly. <laughs> He'll give you the You can have him in 30 seconds, even though I'm saying this now. And then uh, we see, like, the same symbol. So she just fucking, like, shoots out a spear out of her hand and, like, fucking kills him dead immediately. Pretty good. Um, and both of the, the hamburger guy and the sexy lady have, like, this symbol on them. Hamburger guy has it on his tongue. This probably doesn't mean anything. Oh. You, can I tell you? I didn't pick up on the fucking symbol, symbology shit, so I'm glad that you're, you're co-hosting this, because I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I hate fucking and looking at this guy. It's, like, not the same one that, like, because, like, Ed has one on his jacket It's in the inside of the armor on Al or something? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, a, it's a different one, but both of theirs is the same. Okay. But they're friends, so you could kind of... You know, yeah, or they work together at least. Anyway, um, my note for the ending is that it still looks really good. And when they're doing the uh, like, it's like Ed and Al they're doing like a practice fight, and Ed goes in for a Rana, and oh, Al blocks sick. it. He like sends him flying. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's good. Uh, oh shit, we're gonna need a name for the. If you have a name for our Patreon segment, let yeah. me know. On Discord. I don't know enough shit about this yet. Yeah. Uh, patreon.com slash postgameofthrones or if you like you can donate to us and get lots of, of good shit quote unquote um, at one dollar all you need to pay is one dollar a month and you'll get access to our bonus podcast one words and deeds that I do with Brooks it's about Metal Gear mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 for the next few episodes yeah um, and also Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim uh, this month's episode, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, should be going up tomorrow, but as I mentioned to Brooks before we recorded, uh, my mic was bad, and the gain was very high, mm-hmm. so I need to work some fucking magic on that one to make it sound good to hear. Yeah. So it might be a little delay on that one, it's up, it'll be up by the second. I'm, mm-hmm. well, I'm off on Labor Day, so... 
Nice. Nothing better to do than fucking tweak a podcast to make it sound good for people to hear. Um, at $5 a month, you'll get a shout out, your name shout out at the end of the episode. Plus, we'll read a, a short message if you send it in. Um, so get on that. And at $10 a month, you get all the previous rewards, plus special user status in Discord, and we'll create a wrestler for you in PGOT Championship Wrestling. I think we need to start Season 2 soon. Yeah? Yeah, the Tormentor's Reign, the, um, the, the dead guy group, uh, <laughs> the Stone Hearts. You might think that you can't bring people back from the dead, except for PGOT Championship Wrestling. The Undertaker, did I t- ever tell you that when I was a kid, I really thought The Undertaker was dead? I mean, like, I thought he was old, an actual like, how zombie. How old? I don't know, maybe like eight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe like 27. Yeah, my old, uh, my, my older brothers, they still tell me about how, um, there's this one shitty segment from the 90s, like early mm-hmm. 90s, in which, like, Paul Bearer has his talk show with, like, coffins behind him, and he's mm-hmm. like, my guest this week is Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan comes in and like, and then fucking the undertaker comes out from a coffin and like chokes him and like rips off his cross necklace. And my brothers are still like, that's the scariest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> um, also great. You should, you should watch it. I just want to, since it's the Patreon segment. Yeah. So it's just, it's fucking Calvin ball. Um, it to like add to our jock cred. Yeah. Um, for sure. I was doing I was doing the ab machine at the local plant. The one where you you, you like sit like you're on a normal seat, but you like pull the thing down and crunch. Yeah, do crunches, but there's weights, so it's like yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel like you're fucking piccolo uh-huh. with the weighted gear on. And then my back and hurts, and I realize I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, and it's been hurting for the past two days. Nice. So there's that. Uh, but I'm gonna look like Finn Balor tomorrow. Yeah, Iron so. Tummy Alchemist. Um. Also, uh, got Fantasy Football League. Yeah, we're doing that now. Started by friend of the show, Weed Lord Vegeta. Thank you. Um, what's what's your team? Two Aegon conversion. Uh huh. I'm a commitment to touchdowns. It's just from the fucking drill tweet about how the Eagles are good. I had to look up where you got that from because it was such a fucking funny phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. I wouldn't have been surprised had it come from you, but when I saw that it was from Drill, I I nodded serenely. So in the past, like, couple days, I was like, I should probably look up, like, good football players. I should look up what a tight end does real quick. And and I'm like, I don't know fucking any of these guys. I'm like, where's Marshall Falk? Like, yeah. Where, uh... <laughs> where's Brian Urlacher? Yeah! Get him on your on your yeah. defense. But hey, um, in Tampa Bay, February 20th, Tampa Bay Vipers, baby, XFL, it's back. Oh, you go into opening day? I think I'm pro- you know, I don't think the ticket demand's gonna be that high. Uh, so I feel like if I walk two miles down the street to the stadium, I can probably find a $5 ticket and probably pop in there real quick for the opener before it shuts down immediately. Hop into the XFL opening day. Might as well. It's your choice. It is my choice. Um, okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, next episode, here's the fun one. Fun? It's called- Aw, oh, Alexander, fun puppy. It's called an alchemist's anguish. <laughs> um, did you know alchemy is not an all-powerful art? Yeah, I have heard that. Because it's not art; it's science. They're different. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, uh, we learned that uh, the philosopher's stone from the last episode was fake. They keep saying fake, but it like kind of worked. It was it, there; it didn't. like it was real. Hmm. Um. And then we cut to, like, 
the Iron Blood Alchemist Basque Grand. Yeah, he looks like Dr. Robotnik, but skinny. He looks good. He does. And then uh, he's just kind of walking down the street as you do, but then he's attacked by Scar. They don't say his... I wasn't going to name him because they don't actually say his name, but then in the next episode, it's like... Yeah, In in like the preview, it's like, Scar attacks Ed and Al. Yeah, my last note is like, oh, his name's Scar. Cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scar is my favorite character. So, you know, I'm glad you say that because I was starting to think that Scar has some pretty cool ideas. Uh, direct action. (laughs) Yeah, because he fucking, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, like, Brian Grant, what's the guy's name? Basque Grant. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Basque Grant, like, explains to the audience, ah, you must be the serial killer going around killing state alchemists lately. (laughs) Yeah, he he just says that to Scar, and he's like, yup, got it. (laughs) That's me. And then he makes a whole bunch of cannons and guns and chains in a big box, and it doesn't work. And Scar just fucking Naruto runs, like, to dodge the cannonballs. It's pretty and then fucking he, cool. He, he put, so he puts he puts Scar in a big metal box, and he's like, well, that was easy. Scar fucking blasts through and grabs the guy by his head, and then does fucking, like, electro Fucking blast, Jimmy Neutron. And his head, and his blood explodes out of his head, which is, like, the sickest way to kill someone. Oh, yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> Uh, he loves it. He has face-exploding powers. <laughs> um, anyway, we're back at, like, fucking military base, and they're like, hey, you guys heard of this? He's the guy killing alchemists. Anyway, bye. Are, yeah, are these people at the desk just, like, fucking cops or something? The, or just, they're, like... like, they're part of, because what's, Roy, like, Colonel Roy Mustang, they're just, like, his guys. Yeah. So they're, they're like, just... part of the crew that, like, he over. They get his coffee and look yeah. up leads. Reza Hawkeye's there. She's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's Gene Havoc. He's there. Maze Hughes. Gene Hackman's there. Gene Hackman's there. Michael Douglas. Um, there's like I think people in the chat were mad about this. It's like they're tell. There's like ah, oh, here's this document about something Ed and Al did in this like mine or whatever. Yeah, which was like a whole arc in the manga. That seemed like just... something that was meaningful to people who knew about the shit. I think later there's, like, an episode that half of it is, like, a flashback to that. Oh. Or something. So we find out what happened. Um, I think. Anyway, uh, Ed is here and he's talking to Roy Mustang and he's like, well, since you took care of the incident in Lior, like, Like, okay. the way that a good guy would say it. Uh-huh. Uh, here, I'll give you a lead on someone who might help you get your body back. He's the, uh, Sewing Life Alchemist, Show Tucker. His name's he's an, Tucker. He's an expert. In, in human and living creature alchemy. It's good. Once he made a mistake, though, and he made a chimera that could understand human speech, which yep. we liked and thought was good. Uh-huh. But the things that it said, not so good. It said uh, one thing. Uh, and it said, I want to die. <laughs> over and over and refused to eat until it got its... It was a fucking Casey Green comic come to life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably... It's pretty... There's a friendly dog. Stop thinking about it. Uh, Ed- Edward Elric, you might want to meet Show Tucker. He once created a being, and it said one phrase and one phrase only. Here comes a special boy. <laughs> we loved it here at, at, at Army, and uh-huh. we just needed more of it. You gotta get more of those dogs. Gotta get more of those dogs. Um, so, uh, they, so, like, fucking, uh, Mustang drives them, he, he, him, uh, the car Mustang drives them to uh-huh. Show Tucker's house. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> and uh, he, so they meet Show Tucker. He opens the door and they're like, hello. And the first thing he says is, my wife ran out on me. <laughs> my wife left me. I'm Show Tucker. By the way, 
This is why my house looks the way it does, because my wife ran away. Yeah, please uh, uh, ignore my fucking Solis Baratheon fetus room. Uh, my Solis Baratheon fetus room, and how every time I look at someone and say something like, wow, you sure are powerful, my glasses do the evil character yeah. anime glasses flare. <laughs> Disregard yeah. it. Anyways, tell me your secrets. Tell me your secrets. So we fucking, like, uh, Mustang, he's like, hmm, I don't know. And I just like, ah, oh, I got this one, Chief. And he just, like, <laughs> tells him off camera. And then shows like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, oh, sick. Like, everyone else is like, you defy God and humanity. And he's just like, all right. <laughs> I get it. Hey, well, can't help you Gemini. <laughs> anyway, you can look at, um, anyway, if you want, look at my lab. It's full of normal shit. I got fucking brains in jars and shit and three-headed dogs or whatever. And my normal just daughter separated from her dog. And I Nina for- and Alexander are here. Yeah, they get their own little screen in the middle. I forget about Ed Edwin's uh, weird Jorno mullet every time until uh-huh. he turns around. Because Usually it's like you a only long, see him from the front. It's like a long braid. It's like a long. Bra- it's not so good. It's not. I like. Yeah. I like it better when he's facing the camera. Uh, uh-huh. But anyways, they're in a library, and the, anyway, they're the in a the library. And then Nina and Alexander are having fun, and Alexander the dog keeps like jumping on Ed and attacking him. Oh yeah, that, that's this is the thing where like the funny shitty drawing uh-huh. made me laugh because the dog uh-huh. keeps murking Ed and jumping on him, and then uh-huh. like in the corner of the screen you get like the shitty Teen Titans drawing of like the dog mm-hmm. teasing Ed as it runs uh-huh. away, and it's like bipedal and neighing, and it's so yeah. fucking good. <laughs> he looks like a fucking inflatable tube man. As Ed just like chases after him. Yeah, and he with, ends like, up. He like ends up Owen, legs. fucking Owen three against the dog, and at this yeah. point, I was like, "This is my favorite episode. This is so funny." Uh, and also, uh, Nina and Al become friends, and she like rides around on him, and they yeah. love it. And they're like, "Oh, we'll uh, we'll come back tomorrow." Anyway, see ya. So they come back the next day. So, to- oh yeah, then then uh, uh, fucking Tucker he shows up, and he's he's got jokes because mm-hmm. he says, "Ah, oh, little boy, you must be dog tired." Yep. I wish that Boom. I had known that the show was like this, because I would have had a tally of, like, Edward Elric microaggressions that happened throughout the series. <laughs> I bet there's a lot more, because there's already been, like, a dozen. Uh-huh. But anyways. I, I, I feel like it's pretty front-loaded with them. Is it? I, I believe. I'm not, I can't say for certain. Okay, but. so when, like, end of Evangelion shit is happening, they're prob- they're not, like, stopping that sort of mood to be like, Andy's short. Yeah, yeah, the the last, like, 15 episodes, I feel like there are very few short <laughs> jokes. All right, well. Um, anyway, they come back the next day, and they're doing, like, more research and shit. And then Nina, they're like, oh, uh, I think Al says it. He's like, wow, Nina must be, like, kind of lonely for you with your this big house, and it's just you and your dad. And she's like, well, I have Alexander to keep me company. And uh, I feel dad- like I've never been closer to him, and I never will be. <laughs> And Dad, uh, he's been in his web all the time. He never leaves his his laboratory because he's doing alchemy research. Does this remind you of your childhood, Edward Elric? And then he remembers, and and he says no. <laughs> um, he says Trish is me. The wound on her arm is my own. And, and then they're like, "This is boring. Let's go play in the yard." And everyone's like having a good time, and and like alchemies his robot arm into a fucking like one of those chomper toys with like a handle. Oh, T-Rex head? T-Rex head and he's like chasing after them and everyone's having a good time and laughing. And then we see fucking show Tucker with, in his like lab yeah. with his head in his hand. Fucking heavy rain shit. 
just pissed off that everyone is having fun. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's this whole subplot where he's like, oh, by the, some guy's like, by the way, Shotoka, remember, your, like, assessment is up. Yeah, it's assessment so day. If you, don't... you gotta do the cool trick every year or else you lose your certification. Uh-huh. So he's like, damn, I gotta do my cool trick. Um, Nina, do you know who Shireen Baratheon is? <laughs> <laughs> Nina, I would like you to have this wooden amiibo for no reason. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, what are we doing? So, in between this, we just get kind of, like, cut back to the army place. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. hey, this guy's been, like, only targeting state alchemists. And then, uh, who is it? Armstrong. Um, Armstrong. He's like, well, there's, there's two reasons he could be doing this. One is, he's probably just jealous. <laughs> One, it's fucking sick. Number two... two Two, um, he may have a grudge since, uh, alchemists are supposed to be seekers of truth, but they eventually all become military weapons, and people still bear a grudge since the Ishvalan Civil War. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know, it could be either of those. Yeah, maybe all of these big bad boy state cops turn into walking military weapons as soon as they're certified. Or maybe he's just evil. Maybe he's just evil, and he's the only person who doesn't look like us. I wonder where he's from. <laughs> anyway... Um, anyways, we go back to Tucker and he's like, yeah, we used to be poor and my wife left me because she wanted to not be poor. And this is where I started to think that the guy might not be evil because it sounded not very true. Yeah. He's like, yeah, my wife like, left me. Either Arakawa is kind of falling into the like most obvious misogyny trope of all time, or maybe he's not telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like it's fucking Jorah Mormont shit where it's like, yeah. oh, my wife was so evil that she left me even though I tried to sell slaves. Yeah. Two, two years ago. Uh, the same time that I became an alchemist and had money. Weird. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she left because we were, uh, poor. Anyway. Oh, holy shit. I get it. I think I get something now. Because, okay, so <laughs> the fucking Tucker's like, oh, the test is tomorrow. Ah. Mm -hmm. And Nina's like, don't worry, daddy. We'll just, if you don't pass, we'll tell the proctors. We'll, we'll kick their ass unless they recertify you. Mm -hmm. And then, like, some lady off camera laughs and goes, you tell them, Nina. I, I don't remember this. I thought I heard some lady being like, you tell... And I was like, who the fuck's... Maybe it was her mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I remember now. Maybe. Yeah, she doesn't get a, a, a like, character, so... Yeah, anyways. They didn't want to animate her for one scene. Yeah, you know. It's like that sometimes. And Tucker's like, well, fucking... Uh, we'll, I'll play with y'all tomorrow. I'm a good guy. And then... Mm -hmm. Wow. My, I really didn't see the shit coming, because my next note is like... Hey, I should ask Eddie how he feels about Alexander as a dog name. Yes! <laughs> Gotta have fucking bigger topics to... Yeah, do you think it's better or worse than Arnold from Diamond is Unbreakable? I oh, think it's, it's much, better. It's much better. Remember so, when um, I saw the fucked up Arnold dog in uh, Diamond is Unbreakable? And I was like, this is probably the worst anime dog I'll ever see. Wait, which one is... Ar That's the one with the nasty neck that Raimi uh, had. Oh, yeah, I was, I'm thinking Ghost of dog. Police. The Who? Police. Oh, police. <laughs> you said Salise again. I was like, no, not this time. Not this time. Um, anyway, they, Ed and Al, they come back to show Tucker's house and like, hey, we're <laughs> time, here to, to, uh, time to play. Time to play. We're here to study and do work. Hello? Anyone here? And then they fucking see show Tucker and like the first thing he says is like, I did it. A chimera. He's in, that he's in complete perfect darkness and also uh, his glasses are shining. Somehow. His glasses are shining through the darkness and he's hunched over another dark figure. Uh-huh. Um, so then they look and it's bad to see. 
Uh, hey, spoilers, he fucking chimeraed Nina and Alexander. He made so, a, yeah. Good shit, OP. It's, you know, he used the Persona 5 fusion guillotine and made them stronger. Mm-hmm. So then Ed sees this and he's like, okay, so wait a second. Uh, the last time you did this, <laughs> when was that? And he's like, uh, two years ago. He and, said, say uh, your catchphrase and he says, my wife left me. And, uh, when did your wife leave you? Uh, about two years ago. And then fucking, he does the fucking, like, L.A. Noir thinking cutscene for a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he says, and he says, doubt. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but it turns out the Chimera was wife, and now it's daughter and dog. Chimera's wife, and then he fucking flips out. He's like, why Shotaku. are you mad? It's fine. It's science. He said, but first Shotaku, Shotaku, he says, I hate kids like you who are quick to catch on. <laughs> like, what? Like, t- yesterday there was a girl and a dog. And now there's one that's both. (laughs) No attempt. There wasn't, like, he didn't put, like, like a blanket with uh, a pile of blankets underneath it on the dog bed. And it's like, oh, Alexander's sleeping. There was no effort. It wasn't, like, a fucking riddle. Nina's at school. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, he's like, what are you upset about? Human experiments are good. You did it. Yeah. hypocrite much and then ed Ed punches him one billion times oh and then there's cinematography Mm -hmm. because he punch ed punches him and he punches his nerdy glasses off and then Mm -hmm. we see a shot of the broken glasses falling on the ground and in the reflection of each lens it's both of them and then tucker goes we are the same can't you see edward elric we're not so different to you and i he says it's a it's a good scene um anyway it's and then it's really fucked up to joke about. We, I think we skipped over, but he's like, look, the Chimera can talk. And it's just like, oh, big brother. Big brother Ed. Don't hurt my dad. And you hate to see it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Al is like, Ed, stop. You're going to kill him. <laughs> and then fucking the Nina monster shows up. He's like, oh, don't hurt my dad. When are we going to play? And they're just like, we need to get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> right now, immediately. Immediately, I am out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, uh, Mr. Tucker, see you later. All right, Mr. Tucker, I'm about to head out. <laughs> uh, and, oh, man, this sucks. We need to mm-hmm. find some jokes about this, because, like... Yeah, because, okay, so, like, the, Tucker gets the shit kicked out of him, and then Al's like... Hey, sorry, doggy. We can't put you back. And the dog's like, "Can we play now?" Yeah. Oh, it's so. It's, oh, it's so good. It's, it's awesome. It's, <laughs> I love to watch it. Oh, it sucks, dude. Hey. Um, uh, oh, here's. Hey. Uh, hey, Eddie. Um, here's a joke. Maybe this will cheer you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does the dog say? Daddy, daddy. You know. The, the song? Uh, yeah. Good, daddy, really daddy, fun. can we play now? You know? I'm so happy you could add just a bit of a levity. A bit of levity. <laughs> Anyways, then we go to Mustang later, and he's like, hey, maybe our goals aren't so different from Tucker's. Right, Ed? So I think Reza Hawkeye, she's like, if there ever was an act of the devil in this world, this case would definitely be it. And, and, and fucking Mustang, he's just like, well, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah. Like, he's literally, yeah, like, this is the first, like, uh, Roy Mustang uh, problematic moment because mm-hmm. he's like, hey, listen, Ed, are you going to shut down and cry every time that you see a, like, nasty child monster? 
every time you a child and dog you've befriended do, call you their big brother do, through like are forced, forced like to do fusion, voice. Dance, fusion dance and then they become a disgusting hybrid that's an affront to god and then you leave it there you think listen you're cry? sometimes you got to get your hands dirty there's no ethical consumption under late capitalism ed uh, anyway, we someone says we chose this path knowing that full well. I don't yeah. know. But Ed and hates great. it. Great, we get to go back to Tucker's house. Cool, more scenes. So first, Ed, Ed, like, hates it, and then Mustang's like, well, you'll probably come across more cases like this later on, so... Yeah, did you expect to be against good guys, you fucking asshole? And then he leaves. Oh, Ed, he says, like, we're not devils, let alone gods. We're humans, and we can't even save one little girl. It's like, damn, dude, you're 12! <laughs> he truly has contained some fucking multitudes in these four episodes. <laughs> like, he says that, and also, like, I'm not a baby bean sprout. Yeah, like, like <laughs> fucking uh, Midoriya in My Hero Academia. Like, we love him, but he's mm-hmm. kind of like, I'm the shonen anime protagonist, and I'm determined, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. This guy, like, he's he's a fucking, he's a fucking art atheism poster. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he he tells people that you just got to keep on keeping on even though the world is unforgiving and you can't look back or you'll die mm-hmm. and also he does funny short jokes and he he fights a dog like there's a lot he, going lo- on. he loses to a dog he loses to a dog in a best fucking three out of five match yeah <laughs> um Anyway, they're sad and it's raining and they're like crying on the stairs. Yeah, it's raining. All uh, but, right. But then we get to go back to show Tucker's house and he's just sitting there with the Nina monster, and he's like, "I w- I wonder why no one understands Nina. Why can no one see my genius? Hey, it's fucking Scar. Hey, it's the protagonist. Thank God. <laughs> yes, Scar's here. And he's like, "What the." Fuck! Just fucking <laughs> blast him! Damn, Tucker, you live like this? Yeah. <laughs> he just walks up and destroys him. Just uh. oh, it's so he just does the fucking yeah, Yoshikage Kira, just like walking in, touching mm-hmm. your forehead. Good night, bye. Explodes his brains out. Mm. But then uh. you you think you enjoy it, and then the dog starts saying like, "Daddy's hurting," and starts crying dog tears. Very cool. Love to watch this. And then Scar, he's like, "Ah." Uh, like, you poor thing, at least, like, you won't live in pain. Your passing will be in peace. This is how Scar talks, and... Luckily, it fucking cuts away, so we don't have to see him explode a, a child dog, dog. Yeah. Anyway, everyone's, like, looking in the rain and crying, and then Scar walks out, and he's like, well, uh, God be with you, and also you, or whatever Catholics yeah. say. Hope your hope your salvation is good. I'm gonna go pray with my favorite priest, Father Cornello. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. And then... And then, um, like, he walks in, he takes off his glasses, and he has red eyes, and this is important for later. Oh, cool. I didn't even notice that. Man, I love yeah. watching a show. Yep. I mean, you, you don't know, like, you would, it would just think, like, yeah, you just think, oh, like, that's how he looks. Oh, cool, like, eyes, it's not, yeah. Yeah, sometimes yeah. people in shows just have eyes that are colors, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's this one. Yeah, yeah, probably the most uh, fucked up anime thing that I've seen. I'm, I know I know there's more fucked up mm. anime things out there in a variety. You take that a variety of different ways. But just because, like... But, like, fucking it, JoJo's like, ah, uh, Dio's touching a guy's artery. Gross. Mm-hmm. This is worse. And it's the same episode where we have the fucking, like, waving tube man, Alexander. Yeah. And then it ends with him being a, a, a disgrace to God, so... And then the fucking, in, like, the next time on preview... It's like, Ed and Al have depression. (laughs) It's called Reign of Sorrows. And Uh it says, still grief-stricken over Nina. The brothers. And it's like, what about Alexander, though? (laughs) Next time, the Elric brothers go to a new place and meet a powerful new man who seems nice at first. 
Mm-hmm. You shouldn't worry about it. Reign of Sorrows. Yep, it's good. But I think the one after that's called something. It's like Victory the beach on the Horizon. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Who can who can uh, alchemize the best sandcastle? <laughs> Um, yeah, fun <laughs> shit. Al plays center in beach basketball. <laughs> uh, hey, let's, we have, a, we got, we got a couple of questions. Well, I don't know if they're questions. There's more just people sent us things. Yeah, people send us declarative statements. <laughs> um, so you can send us an email at five grams of, number five grams of iron at gmail.com or just send an ask to the, to the Yaddy Yaddy Boys Tumblr. Um, first one this week comes from friend of the show, Roy Fuckwarlock. This one says, Roy of the military fuck Mustang. Thanks. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, next one comes <laughs> in from Roy. friend of the show, Alex Leafcrunch. It's so Leafcrunch asked a question. Tucker's trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two for two. Oh, wait, we got another one. This one might've been sent in from, um, last week or last episode but i don't think we were checking it then but hey let's get it in yeah uh let's this is the hat trick right here uh tumblr user creepy shower kid asked uh could al smoke weed by hot boxing his armor does he have lungs i i think someone else could use al yeah like if ed of... wanted to like be inside the armor he could use it oh it's, he someone could get inside of al and wear him yeah, like and a fucking mech. Up. Yeah, like a fucking weed mech, dude. <laughs> weed metal alchemist. We oh, we didn't do our funny bit. Full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. There we go. We did it. Got it. Uh, yeah. So I, I would, I would climb inside of Alphonse yeah. Elric, and then I it's would be- fucking blaze it because, like, his fucking his head, his head. Helmet fell off, and he was still like talking through his body. It seemed so like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like his organs are even like there as a ghost. Mm-hmm. It's his soul. That's why he wants to get his body back because they yeah. found their dad's weed stash. That's why they were <laughs> snooping around in that room. Well, it's not actually a book of like all the recipes he wants to try. He's just like, oh, and I really he just found try. a DVD of How High. I really wanted one day. I really want to smoke Granddaddy Perp. Like I really just. <laughs> Uh huh. Um. Anyway, five grams of iron at gmail dot com. Thank you. Uh. So. Uh. Look. Stay. Look, stay tuned for, on the Patreon for uh, "Carry Me Home." I'm gonna do my best to make it listenable. Yeah. Uh. I have to take it into the lab and work on it. Um. Uh, next week on Fun 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 Point. Yeah. That's what it's called. Uh. Carly Rae Jepsen. Dedicated. Thanks for the pick, Brooks. No problem. It's a it's a good album. I like it. I like and uh, we'll we'll be back here in two weeks talking about episodes where hopefully no god shit happens. Yeah, probably not. I'm gonna and I don't want to I don't want to uh, misrepresent the way that I I feel. Like I I said that this was a cool episode a lot. That doesn't mean that mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy. Like I enjoyed episode four in that like I was more engaged than I've been in, like anything since JoJo ended. In that it was like really- I'm invested. Quality, yeah. Not, yeah not, I don't. Like, I don't, I don't to want to be it. the angry anti-anime guy who's like, yeah, it's uh, like it's a. It seems like it might be a good show. It's probably a good show. It's I probably think a so. pretty good show. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hey, you want to trade off this week and you take care of the, uh, the yeah. Patreon names? Okay. Let me just uh, pull up all current patrons $5 and above real quick. It's fucking... Yeah. All right. So, give, um... Give it, give it your best shot. Let's... let's, thank, uh, let's... thank you, everyone, for listening. And a very special thank you to all of our $5 and above patrons, mm-hmm. such as... Caroline Savage, Jurgenit, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, Moran, uh, Andy Clare, Heckabee, Weed Lord Vegeta, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, Valerie W, Maximilian Rohr, this is hard, um, mm-hmm. Ziva, Anna Exby, Dan Sullivan, Caroline Carter, Brian Randall, Tufts, Tufster McGee, Walt, Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice, Faust Eldritch, Dr. B. Dandy, K. Darling, Nero Wyvern, Reliet, Skyla Otero, Burgermeister, Barrio Trier, Bean, Magdalene Jen, Mogu, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destryhawk, Sarah and Blair, Oingo Zuma Kua Boingo, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, uh, Matt Ribeiro, Matt Ribeiro, <laughs> Uh, Ducky Aisha and Elliot Valentine. And, oh, there's, and Alex Schaup, excuse me. Thank mm-hmm. you, uh, thank you to, uh, to all of you. Please let me know how to pronounce your name so that I can do better next time. Just, just my onion? You did a pretty good job. It was, you know, I... I was, I was fucking waiting to pounce on you, dude. Yeah, you were gonna, you I were gonna, was ready. you were gonna get my ass if I, like, said breakfast wrong. I was, I was if like I said the breakfast. Viper Randy. I was like the Viper Randy Orton, I was methodically listening to you say those names you thought i was gonna fuck up on paul blart flesh cart i was i was ooh, i was rubbing my hands together <laughs> so, i was like let this motherfucker say burger mister just <laughs> <laughs> not this time no good job thank you it's it's you know you really you do a lot of, of of the Patreon labor. That was really hard just talking for a minute. Mm-hmm. And you do that shit every week. You think you're halfway done and oh this oh we have so oh, many patrons. <laughs> the podcaster's burden. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all. It's it's uh unbelievable. <laughs> yep. Uh so yeah, we'll see you in 2 weeks for more of this. We're, hey, we're done, Kim. Hey. Did, did you like the episodes? It was pretty good. It was good, and you liked to see them? I thought it was pretty good. Okay, yeah. cool, thanks. Kim had no problems with anything. <laughs> oh, they were really good. We we loved it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, Semper Funny. Semper Funny. We'll, uh, we'll come up with funny sign-offs. For yeah. Um, be careful with the hurricane. Hmm? Okay, yeah, be, Kim, be careful with the hurricane. Be careful with the... Yeah. Be safe, everybody. Okay. Uh, grab some non-perishables. Mm-hmm. Get your hibiscus. Are you going to your parents? <laughs> Me? I guess. Yeah, Kim's probably. I'm probably. She's. I, I'm probably the target of who she's saying that to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and your Metamucil. No. She said, "Bring your, bring your Metamucil." Oh yeah, I got that. I keep that thing on me. Gotta stay regular. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. This is we're still recording. <laughs> oh, you said you were done. No. <laughs> no, and like, and also, yeah. If you are in the path of of any mm-hmm. tr- hurricane, try out Metamucil because it really does. Yeah. It makes things easier. <laughs> <laughs> really gonna help you get through. Yeah. Alright. See you next time. Right, bye. bye. Semper funny.